Listen to 247 Real Talk. Uh, this is your host, Julian Perry. Once again, it's a pleasure to be with you, with my audio podcast listeners and my listeners and viewers on the Mogul TV network. On this episode, I'm going to chat, a real short chat with you about credit. I had a conversation with someone earlier this week and they told me about the credit story and I've got to share this with you. So sit back, relax, and I'll be right back. So once again, welcome back to the 247 Real Talk podcast, where we talk about real things. So far in the episodes you've seen on the Mogul TV network, there have been monologues, just me, but in upcoming episodes, I'm going to have guests on the phone and then eventually guests on video. And we'll talk about real talk, real life stories. So the one I want to share with you today was a conversation I had with a friend. And he was sort of distraught, distraught because he told me, you know, his credit is ruined right now of no, from no fault of his own. And I'll tell you his story. Um, he and I had things in common. We had, we had, we had recently bought, both bought homes. And he's telling me that, you know, he bought his home when he had, you know, pretty good credit. And he did a lot of improvements. He spent a lot of money on credit. And he was doing just fine. And then he said, you know, one day... Everything got turned upside down. He said he had two credit cards that he had never used that had large lines of credit. And so he said that he got a letter in the mail from one of them saying, basically, they were closing the card. It hadn't been used for a while. And for whatever reason, they were closing the card. He could reapply if he wanted to. So, you know, not having used the card, and he's paying his other cards, he said, you know, my other cards, I have pretty high balances. I, I didn't intend to use this card. No big deal. Within 10 days, he got another letter from the other company saying, hey, we're closing this card because you haven't used it. And then the, the cards in the deck started falling. The first problem was that through no fault of his own, his credit utilization now changed, right? Because we know in the credit industry, they try to tell you to keep your utilization around 30%, which, I, which is something else we have to visit because that's to me, is utter nonsense. But he was you know, within the range that they that required to keep his good credit score. And now what happened is, you know, let's just break it down into simple numbers. You have... $100,000 in credit, you're using $30,000 of that, so you hit the 30%, and then two credit cards close their interest, their, their lines of credit for you, even though you have perfect credit, and let's say each of those cards were $10,000, so now you're using $30,000 out of $80,000, so your credit utilization goes up. And what happened to him next was there was a domino effect. Credit card companies that do periodic reviews started reviewing. I'm not sure what triggered them to all start reviewing, but he started getting letters. And what happened was the cards that he had high utilization on, some of them he was paying the minimum on, 
Some of them he was paying the minimum plus, you know, uh, half. Some of them he was paying even double. But what those cards did in the response to the increased credit utilization, those credit card companies now reduced the amount of credit, the credit line on each card to just above the balance owed. So then they shrunk his credit, his whole line of credit, right? So using the initial scenario that I told you about, the one I made up, you make you you had thirty thirty thousand dollars out of a hundred thousand dollars you're using. Then two cards close, and now you're using thirty thousand out of eighty thousand, and then every card starts with a domino effect, cutting your line of credit to right above where the balance that you owe them, and now let's say hypothetically, now you're using $30,000 out of 65000 And then everybody reacts. And he said, you know, one day he had a credit score of almost eight, a little over 800, the next day he had a credit score of 600 and something. When I say next day, within a few weeks. And then one of these credit card, these credit companies that offer repair and offer these various things to help you, he said one of those companies approached him and said, hey, you know what? If you open other credit lines, that will increase the amount of credit lines that you have, the amount of money, and that will change your credit utilization ratio to your benefit. So he started doing that. But the offers that they were, they were giving him now because of what happened were offers with credit cards of a higher interest rate. So that's the first, you know, caveat. And then his credit start, his credit score started going down further. Now he realized because now they're penalizing him because of inquiries. So he's being penalized now because he has too many inquiries. You know, it, it's a can't-win situation. Take a young kid who is in college, who is excited to get his first credit card, and he gets a credit card for, let's say, he gets approved for $300. Some people have to do a secured card where you put $300 down, and then in six months, if you pay you know, uh, on time, miss no payments, the credit card company will match your deposit. Let's visit that one real quickly, because I think that the big dangers of that is these credit card companies know that they, they, they understand their population, they understand the minority is the majority. They understand the socioeconomic dynamics of our society. So they understand that when they get minorities into the into their grips and they give them credit, and you need credit, I'm sorry. I mean, it's I have friends of mine who say, I do everything cash, but that's really hard because everywhere you go, you need a card for something, even if it's your own money that you put in the card. But what happens with the secured card now is to the person, the, the young person, especially who's now learning about credit, they have 300 that they put on their own. In six months after making sure they paid, they got 600 Now let's say they use 400 of the card. They're being charged that high interest rate on 400 but wait a minute, $300 is theirs. So they're being charged interest on their own money, and the credit card company is making this. Then the one who did not get the secured card, who got the regular, you know, who was lucky enough to get the $300 or $500 or whatever credit, they they see that person as a as an as a credit risk, and even though it's a small amount of money relatively, their their credit rates are in the twenty something percent. And think about multiplies by millions of people who keep paying this, and then they make you know the absurd thing about it is if I lend you twenty dollars, 
And I say to you, the, the minimum I need back every week is a dollar. If you are giving me a dollar every week, I should have no issue with you. I shouldn't call you a risk. I shouldn't call you anything else because you are honoring the deal. But with credit card companies now, if you pay the bare minimum, they don't look at you the same way. They decide that you're a risk and you're paying the bare minimum because you know what? You know, you're going to default any minute or, or, or you're maxed out. That may not be true. I know many people who do that because they have a plan and their plan of progression takes a few years. And they know that based on their projections, you know, I mean, life has chances, yes, but based on their projections, they'll know that they'll get to the point where they'll not only pay back all their cards, but they will never need to, you know, never be in a borrowing situation again. But right now, they're meeting their obligation of paying each credit card the minimum that the credit card company has set, and yet it's seen as a negative. Now, if you were a multimillionaire, you get credit with, with, with almost 0% interest, or very low, not zero, because they want to make money off of millionaires. They, make, they have a very low percentage rate. Understand that these millionaires are borrowing so much money that it equates to a lot of money for the credit card company too. But we know time and time again, credit, uh, millionaires default too. Then what happens? A millionaire defaults and they owe millions of dollars. We've seen millionaires go from $400 million to broke. So the risk is, is, you know, this is about the person. We have people in society who will get a credit card and, and they know when they, they smile when they get it because they have no intention of paying it. But that's not the majority of us. My point here is that if you are doing what the credit card company asks you to do, then you're meeting their obligations. If you have a certain level of income, they should be giving you, based on that income, obviously a certain credit line. And if you're meeting the minimum payments, then you are a perfect customer. Your credit score should be high. It doesn't matter if you give me $100,000 and I use 90000 of it. What is utilization? Why would it be a good place to be at 30% utilization when I get credit because I need to pay in advance? So if I have $100,000 of credit, why should I be held to only using 30000 out of it when you've decided to give me a hundred? When I'm a perfect candidate, perfect client, paying every month, even if I'm paying the minimum, that's what you, the credit card company, has, has, has mandated that I do, right? So if I want to go to $50,000, if you gave me a reasonable interest rate, 5%, 6%, even 9% for someone, you know, for whatever reason they decide, not this 29% that I've seen on some cards, but if you give me a certain interest rate and every month I'm meeting that payment without a mispayment, let's say it's $120 a month, the minimum basic. I'm paying you. I'm never late. I've never missed one. And I'm meeting the minimum requirement. Then, for all intents and purposes, until I falter, or if I may never falter, as my friend did, he's never missed a payment. That's a good customer. That's someone who honors credit. That's someone that should have a, a high credit score because they're honorable. So, that, so how we are judging this credit system Make sure that minorities who go through certain challenges, who may find in their, in their in times and many times in their lives as they struggle up the ladder, and we we've called it already here, systemic racism. You know, you're going for a job and you're the best candidate, but you don't get it, and you've got to make ends meet, but you still want to live a decent life. 
30% utilization might not work, but you're paying your bills every month. And what do they do? They penalize you for it. I don't have any answers yet, but I'd love to hear from you. So you can send me an email at podcast at 247realtalk.net. And I sure will answer you. If you do that, we can talk about this. So let's talk. Until the next time, take care of yourselves and each other.